Thank you, everyone, to coming in today's Zoom class, a big book reading of Alcoholics Anonymous, the big book. Uh, let's go ahead and open this meeting with a moment of silence, followed by the set-aside prayer. God, I set aside everything I know about you, about my fellow man, about this program, and myself for a fresh new revelation and a new joy in you and in my fellow man and in this program and in myself. Take us to the next level, we pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, let's go to page 416, and we'll start from there, please. Four sixteen, and uh, go Want ahead, please. Want me to start? Yes. It helped me a great deal to become convinced that alcoholism is a disease, not a moral issue. I have been drinking as a result of a compulsion, even though I have not been aware of the compulsion at the time. And sobriety was not a matter of willpower, but the people of AA had something that looked much better than what I had. But I was afraid to let go of what I had. <clears throat> And in order to try something new, that was a certain sense of security in the familiar. At last, acceptance proved the key to my drinking problem. After I'd been around AA for several months, taking up of, of alcohol and pills, not finding the program working very well, I was finally able to say, okay, God, it's true. Uh, all people strange as it may seem, though I didn't get my permission, really, really am an alcoholic before it's, And it's all right with me. Now, what am I going to do about it? When I stopped living in the problem, I, I began living in the answers. That problem went away from that moment on. I have not one single propulsion to drink. And acceptance is the answer to all my problems today. When I am disturbed, it is because I find some person, place, thing, or situation, some fact of my life unacceptable to me, and I can find no serenity until I accept that person, place, thing, or situation as being exactly the way it's supposed to be at this moment. Nothing, absolutely nothing, happens in God's world by mistake. Until I could accept my alcoholism, I could not stay sober. Unless I accept life completely on life terms, I cannot be happy. I need to concentrate not so much on what needs to be changed in the world as on what needs to be changed in me and my attitudes. Shakespeare said, All the world's a stage, and all the men and women merely players. He forgot to mention that I was the chief critic. I was always able to see the flaw in every person in every situation. And I was always glad to point it out because I knew you wanted perfection just as I did. AA and acceptance has taught me there's a bit of good in the worst of us and a bit of bad in the best of us. That we are all children of God and we each have a right to be here. When I complain about me or about you, I am complaining about God's handiwork. I am saying that I know better than God. We are now, uh, sure that the worst thing that could happen to a nice guy like me was I would turn out to be an alcoholic. Today, I find it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. It just proves I don't know what's good for me. And if I don't know what's good for me, then I don't know what's good or bad for you or anyone. So it's better off that I don't figure, don't give advice. And I know what's best is just accept life on life's terms as it is today, especially my own life, as it actually is. Before AA, I judged myself by my intentions while the world was judging me by my actions. Acceptance has been acceptance has been the answer to my marital problems. It is all through AA it gave me a new pair of glasses. Max and I have been married now for thirty five years. Prior to our marriage, she was a shy, scrawny adolescent. I was able to see things in her that others 
could necessarily see things like beauty, charm, gaiety, a gift we would be easy to talk to, and a sense of humor, and many other fine qualities. And as I, I, <clears throat> it was if rather than having a minus touch, which turns everything into gold, I have magnified mind that magnified on whatever it focuses on. Over the years, I thought about Max and her good qualities grew and grew, and we married, and then all these qualities became more and more apparent to me, and we were happier and happier. But then, as I drank more and more, the alcohol seemed to affect my vision. Instead of continuing to see what was good about my wife, I began to see her defects. And the more I focused my mind on her defects, the more they grew and multiplied. Every defect I pointed out to her became greater and greater. Each time I told her she was a nothing, she receded a little more into nowhere. The more I drank, the more she wilted. Then one day in AA, I was told that I had the lenses and my glasses backwards. The courage to change in the serenity prayer meant not that I should change my marriage, but rather that I should change myself and to learn my spouse as she was. AA has given me a new pair of glasses. I can again focus on my wife's good qualities and watch them grow, grow, and grow. I can do the same thing with an AA meeting. The more I focus my mind on its defects, late starts, long, drunken log, cigarette smoke, the worse the meeting becomes. But when I try to see what I can add to the meeting rather than what I can get out of it, and when I focus my mind on what's good about it rather than what's wrong with it, the meeting keeps getting better and better. When I focus on what's good today, I have a good day. And when I focus on what's bad, I have a bad day. If I focus on a problem, the problem increases. If I focus on the answer, the answer increases. Page 420, please. Perhaps the best thing for me to remember that my surrounding is universally proportional to my expectations. The higher expectations of Max and other people are, the lower my surrounding. I can watch my surrounding level rise when I discard my expectations, but both then my rights try to move in, and they too can force my surrounding level down. I have to discard my rights as well as my expectations by asking myself how important is it really? How important is it compared to my surrounding and my emotional sobriety? And when I place more value on my surrounding and my sobriety than, than anything else, I can maintain it at a higher level at least for the time being. Acceptance has been a key to my to my relationship with God today. I never just sit around doing nothing with, <clears throat> with, with nothing while waiting for Him to tell me what to do. Rather, I do whatever's in front of me that needs to be done, and the results up to Him. However, that turns out that's God's will for me. I must keep my magic mind, my mind off my, uh, on my acceptance and off my expectations. For my surrendering is directly proportional to a level of acceptance of when I remember this, I can see I've never had it so good. Thank God for AA. Thank God for AA. Page 552, please. He said, in effect, if you have a resentment you want to be free of, if you will pray for that person or the thing that you resent, you will be free. If you will ask in prayer for everything you need and want for yourself to be given to them, you will be free. Ask for their health. Ask for their prosperity, their happiness, and you will be free. Even when you don't really want it for them and your prayers are only words and you don't mean it. Go ahead and do it anyway. Do it every day for two weeks and you will find you have come to mean it and want it for them. And you will realize that where you used to feel bitterness and resentment and hatred, you now feel compassionate, understanding, and love. It worked for me then, and it has worked for me many times since, and it will work for me every time I am willing to work it. Sometimes I have to ask first for the willingness, but it too always comes, 
And because it worked for me, it will work for all of us. As another great man says, the only real freedom a human being can ever know is doing what you ought to do because you want to do it. This great experience that released me from the bondage of hatred and replaced it with love is really just another affirmation of the truth I know. I get everything I need in Alcoholic Anonymous and everything I need, I get. And when I get what I need, I invariably find that it was just what I wanted all the time. Page 100, please. Alrighty. Almost. Here we go. Both you and the new man must walk day by day in a path of spiritual progress. If you persist, remarkable things will happen. When we look back, we realize that there are things which came to us when we were putting ourselves in God's hands much better than anything that we could have planned. Follow the decades of a higher power and you will presently live in a new wonderful world, no matter what your present circumstances. Amen. Page 83, please. You're pacing about this phase of our development. We'll be amazed before we're halfway through. We're going to know a new freedom, a new happiness. We will not regret the past or shut the door on it. We will comprehend the worst strain. And we will see how we will know peace, no matter how far down the scale we have gone. We will see how our experiences can benefit others and others. That feeling of usefulness and self-pity will disappear. And we will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook toward my life will change. Fear of people and economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle our situations much used to, uh, which used to baffle us. And we'll suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Are these extravagant promises? We, we think not. not. Maybe fulfilled among them, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize and work for them. Amen. Page 85, please. It is easy to let up on the spiritual program of action and rest on our laurels. We are headed for trouble if we do, for alcohol is a subtle fall. We are not cured of alcoholism. What we really have is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Every day is a day when we must carry the vision of God's will into all our activities. How can I best serve thee? Thy will, not mine, be done. These are thoughts which must go with us constantly. We can exercise our willpower along this line all we wish. It is the proper use of the will. Pass. Much has already been said about receiving strength, inspiration, and direction from him who has all knowledge and power. If we were carefully to follow the directions, we will have to gather a sense of flow of his spirit into us. To some extent, we become God conscious. We begin to develop a vital sense of but this must be, but we must go further, and that means more action. Amen. Page forty-three. Go ahead and take us home, Rick. Okay. Forty-three. Once more, the alcohol at certain times has no effect on mental defense against his strength, except for a few rare cases. Neither nor any other person, a human being, can provide that such a defense. This defense must come from a higher power. Dn. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful reading. Let's go ahead and finish off with the Lord's Prayer, please. Our Father, who art Father, in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back. It's working because you're worth it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, usually uh, for pancakes on Friday morning, we usually get about, um, oh, 25 people. But they, they, they don't all eat it, you know. I, I bring some home. And then that's when I get in trouble when I got too many leftovers. But anyway, it's part of the part of the danger of doing this, huh? <laughs> All right, guys, take care. Have a great weekend. Monday. See you Monday, Rick. God bless you. Bye bye. I'm Fernando. I am an alcoholic. Thank you for coming to today's podcast of Zoom reading. We'll be starting our readings with uh, page twenty-four. And then we'll end around page 88, okay? Uh, we'll jump around some. So let's go ahead and, and start it, open it with the serenity prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Okay, uh, let's go ahead to page 24. I'll read a paragraph. And then we'll just each one take one paragraph for the time being, okay? Uh, then we'll go with, uh, the fact is that most alcoholics, for reason yet obscure, on page 24, have lost the power of choice in drink. Our so-called willpower becomes practically non-existent. We are unable at certain times to bring into our consciousness with sufficient force the memory of the suffering and humiliation of even a week or a month ago. We are without defense against the first drink. Alan? When this sort of thinking is fully established in an individual with alcoholic tendency, he has probably placed himself beyond human aid and unless locked up, may go, die or go permanently insane. These stark and ugly facts have been confirmed by legions of alcoholics throughout history. But for the grace of God, there would have been thousands more convincing demonstrations. So many want to stop but could not.
services of which we had not even dreamed. The great fact is just this, if nothing less, that we've had a deep, in fact, a spiritual experience which has revolutionized our whole attitude towards life, towards our fellows, and towards God's universe. Certain, the central fact of our lives today is the absolute certainty that we into our hearts which uh, is indeed miraculous. He has uh, commenced and accomplished those things for which we could never do by ourselves. Amen. Page 62, please. Selfishness, self-centeredness. That, we think, is the root of our troubles, driven by a hundred forms of fear, self-delusion, self-seeking, and self-pity. We step on the toes of our fellows, and they retaliate. Sometimes they hurt us seemingly without provocation, but we invariably find that at some time in the past we have made decisions based on self, which later places in a position to be hurt. So our troubles we think are basically of our own making. They arise out of ourselves, and the alcoholic is an extreme example of self-will run riot, though he usually doesn't think so. Above everything, we alcoholics must be rid of, must be rid of the selfishness. We must, or it kills us. God makes that possible. And there often seems no way of entirely getting rid of self without his aid. Many of us had moral and philosophical convictions galore, but we could not live up to them even though we would have liked to. Neither we reduce our self-centeredness much by wishing or trying on our own power. We had to have God's help. This is the help of why, but first of all, we had to quit playing God. It didn't work. Next, we decided that thereafter, drama of life, God was going to be our director. He is the principal. We are his agents. He is the father. We are his children. Most good, ideas, most good ideas are simple, and this concept was a keystone into a new triumphant arch, which we passed through freedom. We were sincere, when we sincerely took such a position, all sorts of remarkable things happened. Followed. We had a, we had a new employer. Being all-powerful, he provided what we needed. If we kept close to him and performed his work well... Established on such a footing, we became less and less interested in ourselves, our little plans and designs. More and more, we became interested in seeing what we could contribute to life. As we felt new power flow in, as we enjoyed peace of mind, as we discovered we could face life successfully, as we became conscious of His presence, we began to lose our fear of today, tomorrow, or the hereafter. We were reborn. Page 76, please. When ready, we say something like this, my creator, I'm now willing that you should have all of me, good or bad. I pray now that you remove me from all single defensive characters which stand in my way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me the strength as I go out there and do your bidding. Amen. We have now completed step seven. Turn to page 86, please. On Awakening. On awakening, let us think about the 24 hours ahead. We consider our plans for the day before we begin. We ask God to direct our thinking, especially asking that it be divorced from self-pity, dishonest, or self-seeking motives. 
Under these conditions, we can employ our mental faculties with assurance, for after all, God gave us brains to use. Our thought life will be placed on a much higher plane when our thinking is clear of wrong motives. In thinking about our day, we may face a decision. We may not be able to determine which course to take. Here we ask God for inspiration and intuitive thought or decision. We relax and take it easy. We don't struggle. We're often surprised how the right answers come after we have tried this for a while. What used to be the hunch or the occasional inspiration gradually becomes a working part of the mind. But still, inexperience and having just made conscious contact with God is not possible that we are going to be inspired at all times. We might pay for this presumption in all sorts of absurd actions and ideas. Nevertheless, we find that our thinking will, as time passes, be more and more on the plane of inspiration and we come to rely upon it. We usually conclude this period of meditation with a prayer that we begin to show throughout the day that the next step is to be. We're given whatever needs to take care of such problems. We especially ask for freedom from self-will and careful never to make no requests for ourselves only. We may ask for ourselves, however, if we, others are to be helped. We are careful never to pray for our own selfish ends. Many of us have wasted a lot of time doing that. It doesn't work. You easily see why. If circumstances warrant, we ask our wives or friends to join us in morning meditation. If we belong to a religious denomination which requires a definite morning devotion, we attend to that also. If not members of religious bodies, we sometimes select and memorize a few set prayers which emphasize the principles we have been discussing. There are many helpful books also. Suggestions about these may be obtained from one's priest, minister, or rabbi. Be quick to see where religious people are right. Make use of what they offer. What page are we on? I lost my, I lost my spot. 88. 88. Oh, 87, 87 still. Bottom of 87. We constantly remind ourselves we are no longer running the show, humbly saying to ourselves many times each day that it will be done. We are in, the, in much less danger of excitement, fear, anger, worry, self-pity, or foolish decisions. We become much more efficient. We do not tire so easily, but we are not burning up energy foolishly foolishly as we did when we were trying to arrange life to suit ourselves it works it really does amen let's go ahead and jump to page 43 and we have ended our session for today and we'll pray out with the lord's prayer page 43 rick take it away please we're doing a, a one-third time has no effect on mental defense against us for strength except for a few rare cases neither nor any other human being other human being can provide such a defense. This defense must come from a higher power. Woohoo! Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful reading. Thank you, guys. God bless you, Ellen, and God bless you, Rick. Let's go ahead and close out with the Lord's Prayer, please. Thank you. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Keep coming back, family. It's working. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. All right. God bless. God bless you. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Bye, Rick. Bye. Let's go ahead and get the meeting started with uh, with the uh, set-aside prayer, please. Lord, help me to set aside everything I think I know about you, about my fellow man, 
about this program and myself for a fresh new taste of life, for a fresh new 24 hours today of what you're like, what my fellow man is like, and then what is this program like and myself. Help me to have a fresh new perspective for this day to have an adventure. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, we're going to do a, a half session today. Today is Tuesday. Okay, let's go ahead and start with uh, uh, page 62, please. Selfishness, self-centeredness, is, is that, we think, is the root of our troubles. Driven by a hundred forms of fear, self-delusion, self-seeking, and self-pity. We step on the toes of our fellows and they retaliate. Sometimes they hurt us seemingly without provocation. But we invariably find that at some time in the past, we have made decisions based on self, which later place us in a position to be hurt. So our troubles, we think, are basically of our own making. They arise out of ourselves, and the alcoholic is an extreme example of self-will run riot, though he usually doesn't think so. Above everything, we alcoholics must be rid of this selfishness. We must or it kills us. God makes that possible, and there often seems no way of entirely getting rid of self without his aid. Many of us have had moral and philosophical convictions galore, but we cannot live up to them even though we would have liked to. Neither could we reduce our self-centeredness much by wishing or trying on our own power. We have to have God's help. Pass. Step three. Many of us said to our Maker, many of us said to our Maker, as we understood Him, God, I offer myself to Thee to build with me and to do with me as Thou wilt. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do Thy will. Take away my difficulties that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of Thy power, of Thy love, of Thy way of life. May I do thy will always. We thought well before we were taking this step, making sure we were ready. We were good at last, abandon ourselves utterly to him. All right, we have Alan here with us. Good morning, Fernando. Good morning. This is Rick. How you doing, Rick? Nice to meet you. Yeah, I, uh, you go ahead and listen today and try to follow us with your book as you and, and mark the uh, as we stroll through the pages. I was a, a the, the twelve and twelve or the big book. The big book. Okay. Yeah, we're uh, we're jumping around and we're getting the best excerpts of the big book and drilling them into our minds and our hearts so 
We are going to have a defense against that first strength or the first thought and of the disease coming at us. You know that um, we're on page seventy-six right now, uh, the first paragraph where it says, uh, "Why don't you go ahead and read that for us, Alan? That's a prayer and get us started all over again." Okay, on seventy, just that one paragraph, that prayer. If we can answer to our satisfaction, we then look to at step six. We no, we're on uh, page 76 when ready. Ready. Of the big book? Yeah. Okay. Did I it, where it starts with, if we can answer to our satisfaction? Oh, no, when ready. No, when ready. I'm on, I'm on the 76. The next paragraph, now. Oh, I'm sorry, okay. When ready, we say something like this. My creator... I am now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me strength as I go out from here to do your bidding. Amen. We have then completed step seven. Amen. What a great introduction for you to come in. Thank you. Now we're going to go move up to page 86 where it says on awakening. And have a pencil ready, later, not today, but later on you have a pencil and a marker ready, what we, we usually read, so it's easy for you to find it. Um, page 86, go ahead, Rick, take us off. On a week, let's think about the 24 hours ahead. Consider our, our plans for the day. <clears throat> Before we begin, we ask God to direct our thinking, especially asking Him to be divorced from self-pity, dishonest, and self-seeking motives. Under these conditions, we can employ our... Mental faculties with insurance that for after all God gave us friends to use. When uh, see, our thought life will be placed on a much higher plane when we when our thinking is spared of wrong motives. And thinking about the day we may face in this judgment, they not be able to be able to determine which course to take. Here's where we ask God for inspiration, food of thought or decision. We can relax, take it easy, no struggle. Which after, after we are often surprised how right the answers come up inside us for a while. What used to be the what used to be the hunch or the occasional inspiration gradually becomes a working part of the mind. Being still inexperienced and having just made conscious contact with God, it is not probable that we are going to be inspired at all times. We might pay for this presumption in all sorts of absurd actions and ideas. Nevertheless, we find that our thinking will, as time passes by, be more and more on the plane of inspiration. We come to rely upon that. We usually conclude the period of meditation with a prayer that will be shown all through the day what our next step is to be that we be given whatever we need to take care of such problems. We ask especially for freedom from self-will and are careful to make no requests for ourselves only. We may ask for ourselves, however, if others will be helped. We are careful never to pray for our own selfish ends. Many of us have wasted a lot of time doing that, and it doesn't work. You can easily see why. Go ahead, Alan. Read the next two paragraphs. If circumstances warrant, we ask our wives or friends to join us in morning meditation. If we belong to religious denominations, which requires a definite morning devotion, I'm sorry, if we belong to religious denomination, requires a definite morning devotion, we tend to that also. If not members of religious bodies, we sometimes select and, and memorize a few set prayers which emphasize the principles which we have been discussing. There are many helpful books also. Suggestions about these may be obtained from one's priest, minister, or rabbi. Be quick to see where religious people are right. 
make use of what they offer. As we go through the day, we pause when agitated or doubtful and ask for a right thought or action. We constantly remind ourselves that we are no longer running the show when we say to ourselves many times each day, that will be done. We are then in much less danger of excitement, fear, anger, worry, self-pity, or foolish decisions. We become much more efficient. We do not tire so easily, for we are not burning up energy foolishly, foolishly as we did when we were trying to arrange life to suit ourselves. It works. It really does. All right. That's good. Right there. Thank you. Now, now let's jump to the back of the book, to page 416. At the And uh, it helped me a great deal. And, uh, and uh, Rick, take it away, please. It helped me a great deal to become convinced that although it was a disease, not a moral issue, I had been drinking the result of a compulsion, even though I had not been aware of this compulsion at the time. And that sobriety was not the matter of willpower, but the people of AA had something that looked much better than what I had. I had but I was afraid to, try, to let go of what I had in order to try something new. So it serves as a pure security in the familiar. At last, acceptance is proven a key to being my drinking problem. After we've been around eight, eight or seven months, tinkering up all the bills, not finding the program working very well, I was finally able to say, okay, God, it's true. For all people, stranger than they seem, even though I didn't get my permission, really, really, I'm an alcoholic of sorts. And it's all right with me. Now, what am I going to do about it? When I stopped living in the problem, I began living in the answer. And I'm probably going to wait from that moment on. I have not one single question. Amen. I, I'm, I'm on page 417. I'll read a couple of paragraphs, and then, and then Alan will be next. And acceptance is the answer to all my problems today. When I am disturbed, it is because I find some person, place, thing, or situation, some place uh, uh, being exactly, or situation as being exactly the way it's supposed to be at this moment. Nothing happens, nothing absolute. Nothing, absolutely nothing happens in God's world by mistake. Until I could accept my alcoholism, I could not stay sober. Unless I accept life completely on life's terms, I cannot be happy. I need to concentrate not so much on what needs to be changed in the world as on what needs to be changed in me and in my attitudes. Shakespeare said, All the world's a stage and all the men and women merely players. He forgot to mention that I was the chief critic. I was always able to see the flaw in every person, every situation. And I was always glad to point it out because I knew you wanted perfection just as I did. AA and acceptance has taught me that there's a bit of good in the worst of us and a bit of bad in the best of us. That we are all children of God and we each have a right to be here. When I complain about me or about you, I am complaining about God's handiwork. I am saying that I know better than God. Alan? For years I was sure that the worst thing I could do that the worst thing that could happen to a nice guy like me would be that I would turn out to be an alcoholic. Then I find it's the best thing that has ever happened to me. This proves I don't know what's good for me. And if I don't know what's good for me, then I don't know what's good or bad for you or for anyone. So I'm better off if I didn't give advice. Don't figure I know what's best and I just accept life on life's terms as it is today, especially my own life as it actually is. Before AA, I judge myself by my intentions while the world was judging me by my actions. Acceptance has been the answer to my marital problems. It's as though AA has given me a new pair of glasses. Max and I have been married now for 35 years. Prior to our marriage, when she was a shy, scrawny adolescent, I was able to see things in her that others couldn't necessarily see. Things like beauty, charm, 
gaiety, a gift for being easy to talk to, a sense of humor, and many other fine qualities. It was as if I had rather than a minus touch, but just turn everything to gold. A magnifying mind that magnified whatever I focus on. Over the years, as I thought about Max, her good qualities grew and grew and we married. And all these qualities became more and more apparent to me. We were happier and happier. But then as I drank more and well, more hang on. That's good. Okay. Okay. Rick? I'm sorry, where are we? The bottom of four. I can do the same thing with an AA meeting. The more I focus my mind on his defects, late stars, long drunk log, cigarettes, smoke, the worse the meeting becomes. But when I try to see what I can add to the meeting rather than what I can get out of it, and when I focus my mind on what's good about it rather than what's wrong with it, the meaning keeps getting better and better. When I focus on what's good today, I have a good day. And when I focus on what's bad, I have a bad day. If I focus on a problem, the problem increases. If I focus on the answer, the answer increases. Now let's go ahead and turn to page 420. Turn the page over. And then I'll keep going. Perhaps the best thing of all for me is to remember that my serenity is inversely proportional to my expectations. The higher my expectations of Max and other people are, the lower is my serenity. I can watch my serenity level rise when I discard my expectations, but then my rights try to move in and they too can force my serenity level down. I have to discard my rights as well as my expectations by asking myself, how important is it really? How important is it compared to my serenity, my emotional sobriety, and when I place more value on my serenity than sobriety, that on anything else, I can maintain them at a higher level, at least for the time being. Alan? Acceptance is the key to my relationship with God today. I never just didn't do nothing while waiting for Him to tell me what to do. Rather, I do whatever is in front of me to be done, and I leave the results up to Him. However it turns out, that's God's will for me. I must keep my magic magnifying mind on my acceptance and off my expectations. My serenity is directly proportional to the level of my acceptance. When I remember this, I can see I've never had it so good. Thank God for AA. Amen. Thank God for AA. Let's go ahead and turn over to page 552. We'll start off with Rick. You said in effect that if you want to have resemblance, you want to be free of them. Pray for that person, that thing, or that you resent, you will be free. If you ask, if you will ask for your prayers, that will be
Grief, feel bitterness, and resentment and hatred. Now have to feel compassion, understanding, and love. The work will be then and work for me many times since. When I'm willing to when and when the will work for me every time I'm willing to work it. Sometimes I have to ask for love, for willingness, but it always comes and because it works for me, it'll work for all of us. Another great man says, the only real freedom a human being can ever know is doing what he has to do because he wants to do it. This great experience that released me from the bondage of hatred and replaced it with love is really just another affirmation of the truth I know. I get everything I need in Alcoholic Anonymous. I, and everything I need, I get. And when I get what I need, I verily find that it was just what I wanted all the time. Page 100, please. We'll return to page 100 where it says, Both you and the new man must walk day by day in the path of spiritual progress. If you persist, remarkable things will happen. When we look back, we'll realize that the things which came to us when we put ourselves in God's hands were better than anything we could have planned. Follow the dictates of a higher power and you will presently live in a new and wonderful world, no matter what your present circumstance. Okay, now let's turn to page 83 and Alan... Go ahead, if we are painstaking, bottom of 83. We are painstaking about this phase of our development. We will be amazed before we are halfway through. We are going to know new freedom and new happiness. We will not regret the past and will wish to shut the door on it. We will comprehend the word serenity and we will know peace. No matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. That feeling of usefulness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize if we work for them. Amen. Let's go ahead and turn to page 85. Rick. This is Kula from our spiritual program at Restaurant Lawrence. We're headed for trouble with Walmart and so forth. We're not sure to Walmart, but we really have a daily decision for conscience and the maintenance of a spiritual condition. Every day is a day where we must carry out that Christmas life's willing to all of our activities. How may I preserve these? I will not mind if you These are times which must go with us constantly. Um, we can exercise them on, on the law. We can exercise our willpower all along the line, all we wish, if properly use the will. Much has already been said about receiving strength and inspiration and direction from him who has all knowledge and power, but if you are careful to allow to follow directions, we have to get the sense of flow of his spirit into us. To some extent, we become God conscious and we have begun to develop a bio success, but this means we must, we must go further and this means more action. Okay, now we turn to page 43, the bottom of 43, and go ahead, Alan, and finish us up. That's our last paragraph. Once more, the alcoholic at certain times has no effective mental defense against the first drink. 
except in a few rare cases, neither he nor any other human being can provide such a defense. His defense must come from a higher power. Woohoo! All right. Beautiful, beautiful words of life. Amen. That's what we do for about 25 minutes. We run through the meat through that, and we're reprogramming ourselves the defense against the first drink, the first thought. And we've been doing that for, for a while ourselves, and I can see that it's dramatically, uh, the, things are happening. Things are happening. Peace and progress. It's all about words. Thank you, Alan, for coming in here. Anybody has anything else to say before we go? Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on, man. Now, go ahead and just put the date, and when I'll see you, I'll sign. So you just start making the dates, and it's good for a signature. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, let's go ahead and, and pray out with the serenity prayer, please. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. Keep coming back. It's working. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Rick. Right, guys. Give them heaven. inside this room what is said here stays here you're here do I have a volunteer to read today's daily reflection my name is Anthony and I'm an alcoholic September 13th repairing the damage good judgment a careful sense of timing courage and prudence these are the qualities we shall need when we take step 9 12 steps and 12 traditions page 83 to make amends can be viewed two ways. First, that of repairing damage, for if I have damaged my neighbor's fence, I make amend, and that is a direct amend. The second way is by modifying my behavior, for if my actions have harmed someone, I make a daily effort to cause no further harm. I amend my ways, and that is an indirect amend, which is the best approach, the only right approach, provided that I am causing no further harm in doing so is to do both. If harm is done, then I simply amend my ways. To take action in this manner assures me of making honest amends. Thanks. Thank you, Anthony. Brandon Alcoholic, at this time, I'd like to introduce our leader for today's meeting, Mr. Fernando. And Fernando, just go ahead and share for about 15 minutes. Uh, thank you, Brendan. I'm Fernando. I thank am an you, alcoholic. Sir. And thank you so much, Brendan, for asking me uh, to be of service. It gives me great uh, pleasure and gratitude to be here fully clothed in my right mind, court appointed. Yeah, that was the uh, best thing that ever happened to me is uh, I was always looking for a program all my life and uh, always building a house of cards and trying to make my life work with knowledge, exercise, uh, Will, willpower, yeah, baby. <laughs> and uh, I got the snot beat out of me over and over and over again. So my sobriety date is uh, 8-28-22. I wrote it down because when I always seem to mess, mess, miss the basics. My home group is over here in Glendora, California, under an oak tree on the outside. Rain, snow, cops. Uh, viruses, whatever, we're still there. We didn't stop our meetings when all this stuff was going on. 
We kept going and uh, doing the meetings. I just celebrated 28 years on the 28th. And it just happens a couple of sponsees have, that's their date. Isn't that amazing? I have a guy who just turned six years. That's his date. And then another guy just got two years, and that's his date. And, uh, and that was for, I'm grateful to God. Uh, I've been uh, sentenced by God, not only the judge to come here, but I was sentenced by God one day at a time to make amends for my um, childish attitude. And yet, actually, I, I never grew up. They used to use the word wean, wind, or weaned. The kid wasn't weaned, right? <laughs> I came out of the chute when I was born and I hooked up to the titty and I'm still crying when at a 60 year past years old, still wanting uh, that comfort. Well, I'm thankful to God that uh, we have a, a program here that in, uh, a lot of respect uh, because you know that I always, I would, like I said, I, uh, I'm very grateful uh, to Brandon that he asked me and God, let me, uh, let's, let's say the, oh, by the way, my, uh, I dropped my, my pad and see how it does that. It goes to the back. So I have to switch, turn the screen on. It does that by itself. I think it's some kind of voodoo on it. <laughs> and I'm very grateful to Brandon that asked me, um, to, uh, come on here. I really, really, uh, believe that, um, that God is in this place. So I don't have much time, uh, so I'm going to get right to it. I'm going to talk, talk about my toolbox in AA. I wrote this down last time I was asked to pray, and I really thought it was that we all need to have a toolbox of art, you know, for the, uh, for the fight. The, uh, the fight is the disease. This is kind of like my emergency kit. The disease is, is relentless, like the ocean. The waves, you know, the waves just keeps coming, and the disease just keep coming and hitting my, uh, my, my, um, <clears throat> my sobriety, trying to break through on a constant basis. It doesn't stop, so I have to build it up. I got here with two DUIs. I raced my '55 Chevy in San Diego down El Cajon Boulevard, totally drunk, out of my mind. I lost my truck driving job. I lost my career, and I ended up. Um, Selling insurance because I couldn't drive anymore. Can you imagine? Who sells insurance? I couldn't sell one policy, but uh, I was trying to fix my life back up again with no program. The uh, the first uh, chaos of uh, losing my truck license, truck driver license, and so forth, they did not send me to AA. The second one, two years later, with another Chevrolet, a brand new pickup truck, uh, I took one of these fences down on the side. You ever go to the pass through the corner, especially uh, La Puente area, and you see a fence knocked down and a car ate it? Well, I've done one. Any of you have done one of those before? <laughs> That's how I got, you know, into El Monte courts, and the court sent me to Anabuse School and uh, AA. When I walked into AA, again, my house, of, uh, my house was broken down, my house of cards, or, you know, my determination to get this life together. You know, I would go to Tucson and build a house and wreck it up with alcohol again. I'd go to San Diego. I, I messed it up with my 55 Chevy. 
my my dream, my girl, I already had started a family up north. Everything was just a total mess. So again, I fixed myself up and I get a brand new pickup truck with kind relatives that want to help me sign for my pickup truck, right? Which I didn't deserve just yet. I didn't have no program. And I'll just say this and I'll get back to my toolbox. Um, I remember fixing up the everything was looking good. I'm about 25 years old. I have a new pickup truck. I got responsibilities up north with the district attorney with the, the kids I had up there when I was 16. I ran away. I stole the car, ran away from home, went to go to work. I got four children up in Highway 99 right now, four grandchildren. You know, they just sprung like seeds out there. <laughs> and uh, beautiful. And because of this program, I came early. Um, my, I haven't seen my sons with a drink or a cuss word. Or that rage that we I get inside that I want to destroy everything. You know, I have to be quiet when I come around them. You know, it's just my sickness. And that's where I use my toolbox to do to, to that. I have a really long story. So this is, it took me 14 years to get this, uh, get 28 years. Actually, I've been around for 40 years, but I got 28 solid years. The first, the first years was, it worked. I got all the uh, promises. But I didn't do the triangle, like you see, the unity, the service, and recovery. So I lost everything and had to start all over again. But I'm glad I'm back. And I learned that the emergency kid um, was the, uh, like I said, the ocean waves are relentless. The waves keep coming at me. So my number one in my kit is surrender and go to one hour meeting and just relax and surrender and try to sit still. And, uh, and I get a recharged in the right direction. My second one is reading the big book. Like, for instance, on page 416, there's an incredible prayer there that says, Okay, God, it is true that I, of all people, strange that they may seem, and even though I didn't give my permission, really, really am a, a mess up of sorts, alcoholic of sorts, undisciplined of sorts. That prayer right there works for everything because it has acceptance unto it. And then it says, and it's all right with me. There's the acceptance. Now what am I going to do about it? So I'm asking my higher power, you know, in every area of my life, now what am I going to do about it? You know, not, you know, not necessarily the, the uh, disease coming at me, but anything that would try to eat my disease, like, like a bill, like the car don't working again, the windows won't go down on my pickup truck, the air conditioning where, where, where went out last year. <laughs> and, um, and I'm being positive in 105 temperature inside the truck by using this prayer, by turning it over. And you know what? It works. I don't get into pessimism, this and that, and poor me, why are you always treating me like this? You know, I start about that whining thing, you know, um, so this prayer works, gets me right into the solution, which is the, which is my higher power, which is solutions. And that's that's what my toolbox is, is solution. I got six points. Let me run them real fast. Going to meetings, surrender for one hour, reading the blue book, conquering the blue book, conquering all the stories in the blue book, or opening up and say, okay, higher power, you know, what's my next... Uh, and I got, you know, I've been on it for 20 years, so I got my book underlined pretty good. 
And what paragraph am I to read? And then I just stay there in that paragraph. And those words do, do its, uh, its magic. Number three, understanding the enemy. Understanding that the disease is a spiritual attack until my, my peace of mind. You know, something that, that, that won't let me go to sleep. Right? So I'll get up and I'll read a paragraph that says, okay. And, and I'll, I'll get back into the, uh, into the solution. Number four, acting as if, singing. I carry the book around with me. When, you know, my mind starts to swim, wants to come up with solutions. So I carry the book with me, and my subconscious mind knows, wonders, why am I carrying this book with me? And it starts reading it. It gets bored. It starts reading. It starts thinking about what's, what's the best thing that's in the book, what, what stories have really ignited my imagination. And so I give it fuel for thought. You know, just like, or, or go to, you know, that, that's my uh, number three, understanding the disease attack, understanding the enemy, understanding what the enemy has, uh, what his objective is of the enemy, to kill, steal, and destroy. The enemy is cunning, baffling, and powerful. And we, as a group, all I have to do is go to the group and say, hey, man, I've been thinking. And I said, uh-oh. <laughs> Can you remember last time you were thinking, Fernando? You got married with a newcomer, and you only had 30 days of sobriety, and you you were thinking with the wrong head, Fernando. No, so stop thinking. So, but it's been 12 years later, so it's still working, and uh, she has uh, 12 years of sobriety too. Just, you know, you always marry newcomers because they they're, they're still in the fog. They don't know what's happening, man. And they'll say, God, I married you. Yep. Okay, acting as if, number five, talking about it, you know, being honest about it. I feel like, you know, I feel like tearing up my whole, <clears throat> my house of cars, that was not my M.O., right? And go to another city and build another one, go to Hawaii. I just, you know what, that's the whining again. Wanting to destroy what I'm building on and go, move, move, move. Unless, unless I, as an adult, am grateful for the right now, then I'm not going to get any uh, resources for the now and then, you know, to to move forward. So I have to understand that uh, I'm an emotionally uh, neurotic at times person if, if I'm not in my program. Uh, and the last one is commitment like a bulldog. Commitment like a bulldog. When everything else fails... Like, for instance, the meetings, uh, the sponsor, the, uh, the book, all these other remedies, the commitment will hold the onslaught of the... Uh, that's where I believe pride and ego and anger and righteous indignation against that first, that drink that stole so much, destroyed so much, killed so much. It took so much of us. So we, that's why one of the reasons we tell my sponsors is, is do that step one and write down uh, a, a big journal of all the times the drugs and the alcohol and stuff, you flew off the handle and you messed up good jobs, good relationships, said the wrong, th right, wrong thing at the wrong time, and you just continue to, 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 to make sure who the enemy is. Identify the enemy. The enemy just seeped in, into me and, and it started talking for me. Now I ask God to talk for me, you know, it says, so I usually 
I'm, I'm at uh, what, 10 minutes already? 12 minutes. See how time flies? 13. I'm just got a couple of minutes to to uh, tell you what is it like today. I've been restored with believing. Believing was, when I first came into the, the program, I saw how I didn't have any hope, faith, belief. I didn't have any trust. You guys left me alone. I always say you, you, you uh, staple me to the wall and you spoon fed me AA in here. Cause I, I couldn't understand, you know, my first programming was easy does it. Live and let live spoke so huge to me. Live and let live. Let go and let God, but for the grace of God. Um, I was very happy when I came to AA. I finally said, oh man, the, the storm is finally here. I got a lot of comrades, you know, like uh, we've been saved from something. Um, and uh, and I just lost my train of thought. I think it's time for me to stop. <laughs> the other say is they keep coming back. It works if you work it. The uh, the program is, 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 I believe, that the ladies prayed it in, Lois and Anne, the wives of our founders. They, 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 they were tenacity. They wouldn't give up. They kept crying out to God, and, they, and God sent a formula, and this is the formula. This is the racing formula for us to keep to win the, the race from the disease by grace. The race is, you know, stay.